I just hit record to record a podcast and I went, fuck, how am I going to open this one? Am I live? This all flooded my brain in like a millisecond. I hit record and all this flooded into my head instantly. When I say, and I'm live, uh, and we're back, or welcome back, or I'm back again, or uh, and I just kind of went, whoa, fuck, and just stopped the recording. And then I started thinking to myself, what would I, what would I say at the start to open it up? Because And I'm Live was just the singular version of And We're Live, which I think I accidentally, I think, took off Joe Rogan. I think he says And We're Live at the start of all of his. That wasn't intentional. If, that's a, if, if I start the conversations a carbon copy of Joe Rogan, that wasn't actually intentional, at least. Um, if it is, I'm not sure. Anyway. I started thinking of what was it that, what would be a good way to, to introduce the, the solo episodes. And I thought, um, welcome back, or welcome back in my head. Or, and I started thinking of all these different things. And I, I settled on one, I think it was, you know, welcome back or something like that. And I said, right. And I went, um, I hit record again. And I went, welcome back. Because I had what I wanted to talk about in my head. So hit the record button, had teed up, and we're back. And then... Again, in a millisecond, I got flooded with, fuck, what was I talking about at the end of the last one? So I stopped the recording. And then I thought to myself, you know, a line at the start, you know, and we're back, or whatever I was going to use. And then wanting to know what the ending to the previous one was about, so there's some sort of continuity. All that would make it kind of produced in a way. And that's, it'd make it a show, it'd make it this thing, and i don't think I want to do that because I think that to me would be job. Do you know what kind of way? That to me would be would be work. And I don't want this to be work. I don't want to have to do this. And what I'm finding even over the last fucking two days or so that I get a benefit from doing this. And the benefit I get from doing this, I think, is that Talking out loud slows you down. It slows down your thought process. Because there's a, there's a speed barrier. You can't talk 100,000 words a second. And I don't know how many words a second my fucking brain can think. But it's far more than I can speak. So I think the process of actually just talking out loud slows you the fuck down and I'm probably the same as a lot but maybe not everyone my fucking brain is going just fucking it gets a bit relentless at times and maybe that's the type of person that I am maybe other people maybe people that are a bit more chill out and a bit more mellow aren't in their head as much as I am but I was having a I was having a bad day what was colloquially known as a bad day and it was in my head all morning and one thing that I've noticed is I spend a lot of time by myself and I used to crave that years ago I used to I dream of having a job where I was just left the fuck alone dreamt of it and built a business around that um, and that's been great but I've really enjoyed the kind of solitude for the last two years but I'm beginning to realize that I don't know if I'm changing or fucking maturing or sick bag at the ready growing but I genuinely feel like I need to be around more people, I think. That's just an observation I've made of my own life uh, of late. 
But where the fuck was I going with that? Now here, you see, this is the fucking, this is the dodgy thing about not hitting pause and not having a think and just kind of rambling. But the whole thought process thing anyway, that's why I started this recording and that's what has me to this point. So that's what I'll get back to. Yeah, you're, when you're talking out loud, you literally slow down your brain. Or you, you, I don't think you slow down your brain as such, but you certainly slow down your thought process. And it just got me thinking, when you, and this is me just thinking out loud, this isn't a fucking theory or, a, it's not a hypothesis, never mind a theory, this is just fucking thinking out loud. And I think we should do that. I think that's fucking what I'm talking about here. People should think out loud. Not talk to themselves, but think out loud. Like I'm doing now, it's fucking seriously beneficial. And, I, and I'll tell you why, it gives you a fucking second to fucking think. You don't fucking blast off in all directions at once. All simultaneously, you know, my fucking, my brain could be thinking about fucking 10 different things at the same time and it's not processing any of any of them and it's just, it's all, it's all very clunky and a bit fucking overwhelming and that's what happened to me today, with my, the bad day that I was having, it was all just a bit fucking, a bit on top of me, a bit overwhelming and I was in my fucking head and I was having that fucking 100 million mile an hour conversation with myself fucking like that, like just fucking all morning and I can't remember what it was, I think I started, a, a, I attempted a solo podcast earlier in the day and as soon as I started talking out loud I relaxed because I wasn't going at a fucking million miles an hour, I was just fucking talking and it had to slow me down and that's what kicked off this whole thought process, <laughs> I don't say process like that, it kicked off this whole process of me thinking about the differences between thoughts and expressions, like vocalised expressions. They're not, they're not really the same thing, and it's probably because they're controlled by separate parts of the brain. They are distinct. And that's, that's the thing that people, are, I don't think, conceptualise very well. Our brain does work together, but there most certainly are component parts and each one has a specific function. Here's an interesting one for you. There are people who associate colours with numbers. So, some people, when you say the number four, they see, or they, they think the number four, like everyone else does, but it's accompanied with, you know, blue. So the number four is always associated with blue to them. Or, you know, 16 is a pink colour, or whatever. There's just this... You know, you divide 19 by 40 and multiply it by 5, and you just, oh, wow, that's really colourful. <laughs> you know, I, I don't understand it. I don't know anything about it. That's all I do know, that, that numbers and colours, and, and conversely, you think of, the, you know, you look at a red sky, and it's like, there's something to do with numbers there. And this is just a phenomenon that we've observed in people for years. A lot of artistic people are like that. Not a lot, well, put it this way. Not everybody that's artistic has this number colour thing, but practically everyone who has this number colour thing is artistic. And the, we know that the part, the, there's two distinct separate parts of the brain, one which would control numbers and one which would control colours. And it just so happens that they're right beside each other. And that little bit of crossover, I think is a great analogy to give people to better understand how the different parts of the brains interact with each other. But there's a, 
you know, if one if one part of the brain is doing something on one side of the head, the odds of the far side of the brain doing anything remotely similar to it are, I think, non-existent. Yeah, you, like two different parts of the brain don't do the same thing. Collectively, they might, and collectively, collectively they do because your brain is uh, made up of its component parts. Head injuries are a great one as well. Like if you get a, a like put it this way, strikes to the back of the head are banned in the UFC. And that's because the back of the head controls our vision. And it might be because it's softer, because you're more likely to be attacked by something facing you, because you're more than likely going to defend yourself. You're not just going to allow somebody who might endanger you just get behind you. But the whole talking out loud thing is great. And it just, it's great. And you see, it's great for me. And this fucking podcast and the way I'm doing it is going to be great for some people. I think it's going to be really fucking benef- really beneficial to a few people. I genuinely believe that. How many doesn't matter, but there'll be a few. And I mentioned before the difference between knowing something and getting it. And there's, there's crossover here somewhere if I, can, if I can just fucking relax and try and put the two of them together. But the crossover, or the difference between getting something and understanding something is, or is it? No, it's gone. This is too awfully now, is it? You see, it's funny, as soon as I start to make some fucking point, it goes. So maybe what I should be doing is just asking questions. And if I want to make a point about something, Write it down, get my fucking thoughts straight on it, and, you know, come up with your fucking opinion. Like. I think that's kind of key to this idea of being off the lead that I'm trying to promote. That you have to figure all this stuff out. Don't be listening to the news to find out what's going on. Don't be listening to me to better understand something. Don't be listening to fucking anybody. Make up your own fucking mind about everything. Because that's, that, that's all there is. As soon as you... As soon as you outsource your opinion to people, what are you? Now, I'll outsource a certain percentage of it. I'll outsource the mechanics of my car to my mechanic. Okay, because I'm not spending fucking the years it's going to take to hopefully be able to fix my fucking car. See, there's plenty of things to outsource, don't get me wrong. Outsource as much as fucking possible. But not your fucking thoughts. Not what makes you, you. Cherish that shit. It's all you fucking have. Some people love the fucking this introspection business. And that's where I was going with the getting and fucking understanding stuff. Some people are just going to get me. 
Do you know the kind of way I'm just going to resonate with something? I'm just going to click. And some people will, will enjoy it. And other people will find it quite jarring. Jesus, how do you listen to that cunt? Fucking hell. Waffling bastard. Him and his fucking analogies and his fucking... Gee, like the man can't keep a single thought in his head. He's gone fucking left, right and centre. He drives me fucking nuts. You'll have those people and they're, they're not wrong. They're just fucking not the same as me, you know? Or you, if you're kind of like me. And in teachers, like you'll remember the teachers that you consider were good teachers. And ask yourself this, were they good teachers or did you just get them? Like how much onus is on the teacher and how much onus is on the student? Because at the end of the day, the student has to fucking be paying attention, no matter how good the teacher is. But then again, is it the teacher's job to get you to pay attention? You know, you've got that whole dynamic back. But then again, it's a fucking classroom. You're a teacher standing at the top of it. If they don't want to be there, what are they fucking doing there? Like better to have a, a 14 or a 15 year old walking down the town, fucking hanging around, than sitting in a fucking room, just actively not paying attention. Because at, at least then he'll know when he goes home that he wasn't in school that day. He missed the day of school. Not, yeah, I was in school today, yeah. Like, you, you convince your parents of that and you convince yourself of that, even though you were looking out the window the whole fucking day. So understanding it and getting it. I'm thinking out loud. I wonder, is... Is the speech part of your brain the piece that controls literally my, I suppose my vocal cords, but more specifically what's telling my vocal cords to fucking move, that part of the brain. Is that part of the brain the speaking part? I think that could be the speaking part. So internally and externally there's the speaking part. Maybe they're separate, I'm not sure. But like the thinking part isn't the speaking part. If you can fucking wrap your head around that. The bit that thinks and the bit that speaks aren't the fucking same. So there's, a, there's, there's almost two of you. There's the thinking you. The me, the I, the fucking Fran McKeown. But then there's the actual you. Almost like the monkey you. So, in January, the conscious you, say. So the, the walking and talking you. At the start of the year says, I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to work out and I'm going to eat right and I'm going to do all these things. But the real you doesn't think in those terms. It's not disagreeing with you, it just doesn't think in those terms. So when it is met with the proposition of needlessly exerting energy, it goes, uh, yeah, not so much. And when it sees fat and sugar, 
It goes, give me dumb with that fucking fat and sugar. And that's why you go to the press, you'll open it and you go, oh, I really shouldn't have anything. I, you know, put on a few pounds, I really shouldn't. And then you go, <laughs> then you go ahead and eat a lot anyway. <laughs> and then you end up feeling terrible about yourself. But only, maybe, only the fucking, the, the walking, talking, you feel sorry for itself though. That the inner fucking voice thing. And is that, is that like the subconscious and the conscious? Is that what that is? Is the subconscious mind the instinctive mind? Is that what animals have? Have they like a subconscious mind? They have minds of some description, surely, otherwise they wouldn't you know, be able to make their way in the world. So do they have a subconscious only? And we have a subconscious, the same, the same as animals, because we are animals. So all animals have a subconscious, every single last one of them, ourselves included. But what separates humans is that we have a conscious on top of the subconscious. And that duality between the subconscious and the conscious, that's like a little war that goes on in your head. That could be fucking, you know, you know, the caricature of the fucking, the dragon, on, not the dragon, the red devil and the angel on your fucking shoulders. The fucking, the duality, like, oh, can't eat the whole fucking apple fucking tart myself, can I? No, I'll just, I'll just have one slice. And I just keep doing that until it's all gone. Because you didn't pass it up. Like, I mean, we've been around. How long have we been around? How long have primates been? Humans are around what? Is it, have they settled on a fucking timeline yet? 200,000 years, there or thereabouts? Probably coexisted with... Well, I think we did coexist with the Neanderthals. And possibly more species... God knows how many human-like species there were at different times that overlapped and didn't. So, you know, primates then, what are they around? A couple of million years, maybe? Uh, put it this way, they weren't around 65 million years, so less than 65 million years ago. But life has been around for what? What do they say, is it a billion years? Did life begin about a billion years ago? 1.4 billion is in my head. I think I've got that there, there, about right. There or thereabouts, right. But the reason I bring up when the life starts, like, you know, how far do you go back? Well, how far back do you want to go? You can't go all the way to the Big Bang because life started on Earth. I think it was about a billion years ago. That's the, the point I'm laboring to make. And if you go back far enough, you've obviously got animals that don't even have a subconscious. And I think that's what people would urge vegans to eat, or vegetarians are willing to eat. Mollusks and stuff like that, I don't think they're conscious, or I don't think they have a subconscious in the same way that a, a chicken or a goat or a fucking bear or a whale or a fucking anything would have. Like. They'd be what, mollusks? And then insects, I suppose. But you can look at this scientifically. We know that our brains are packed full of fucking neurons. That's what makes up, that's what makes up life forms. What's the word? 
neurology or fucking I suppose they're neurology. I don't I don't think insects have fuck all of it, you know? Certainly not enough for what we would think conscious thought would require. So there's one to get you thinking.